0: Chapter 21, Being Wanted He was despised and rejected by mankind, a man of suffering and familiar with pain. Like one from whom people hide their faces, he was despised, and we held him in low esteem. Isaiah 53, 3 Every single day, all over the world, there are people who decide not to have a relationship with their own child. It's confusing and tragic, but it happens a lot. Maybe they weren't ready for kids, or they didn't want a relationship with the other parent. Maybe it was all a big mistake or misunderstanding, or maybe they have a pattern of doing this sort of thing. I'm sure there are thousands of reasons that people decide not to be a part of their own child's life, but it doesn't make it any easier to swallow. For years, some of my friends and I did a weekly prison ministry, and during that time, we met tons of folks who were separated from their kids. Some were heartbroken about it, and some had abandoned those kids willfully. Some of them were locked up because they had been neglecting child support. It probably seems hard to believe right now while you're just listening to these words, but for some people, they didn't seem to have a choice. Joseph had a choice. He could have walked away from Mary and her baby on that first Christmas, and no one would have blamed him. After all, the baby wasn't even his. He wouldn't have to pay child support or arrange any visitation after a grueling custody battle for this child. Joseph didn't have anything to do with that baby. He hadn't even slept with Mary yet. And what's more, she wasn't fighting him on that. They didn't have DNA testing in those days, but even if they had, Joseph wouldn't have to get one to prove his case, because Mary never said the baby was Joseph's. This young man was perfectly within his rights to refuse to marry her and disassociate himself from the child. I mean, isn't that the way most people would have handled it? Joseph was young trying to start a life as well as a small business. He didn't need a baby in the middle of that picture. He didn't need another mouth to feed as he was trying to get clients and work. The sensible thing to do would be to simply walk away, and legally, he had every right to do just that. It's not too hard to imagine conversations Joseph must have had with his father in the wake of the news that Mary was pregnant. His dad probably said something like, So you didn't have sex with her? Right? Okay. Well, then this child is not yours, and you have no obligation. What's more, she has betrayed you for another. She has disgraced you and our whole family. We are all shamed by what she has done. It's time to walk away, son, and she will simply have to bear the burden of her own choices. You know, in thinking about this, it makes me wonder if Joseph talked with Mary's father as well. Did her dad tell Joseph they would not be supporting her? Did Mary's mother insert herself into that conversation uninvited, pointing and yelling over this disaster that had befallen their family? Whatever the case, at some point along the timeline of this pregnancy, it became clear that absolutely no one was going to support Mary whatsoever. It would be normal and expected for Joseph to publicly shame Mary and drag her name through the mud Or worse, but he couldn't bring himself to do it. He would divorce her, but not in a way that ruined her life. He would do it quietly. This must have been a shock to the people of Nazareth. After all, wasn't he innocent in this whole thing? So why was he covering for her in this way? Once Joseph had decided to do this, An angel invaded Joseph's dreams and told him who this baby was, and everything changed in an instant. Joseph would do the unthinkable. He would bear the scorn. He would endure the talk. He would marry the girl, adopt the baby, and let everyone else drink their fill of gossip. Would they call him a fool? Would they call him a liar, thinking he had been the father the whole time? I guess Joseph decided not to care. He was going to do something brave and unique. He was going to do what no one ever did. He was going to bear someone else's shame and accept them anyway, out of love. No one else accepted Mary's baby. Neither her family or Joseph's family gave them any room in Bethlehem for the delivery, so they were stuck on their own out in the cold. Whatever those family members thought about the rules of society or the story surrounding this pregnancy, surely it wasn't the baby's fault, right? And yet everyone rejected this baby. And it wouldn't be the last time either. The scriptures tell us that Jesus would continue to be rejected by his own. When he grew up and started his ministry, the people who should have loved him dismissed him. The people who should have rejoiced over the miracles and the teachings accused him of making a deal with the devil and performing wonders by the power of demons. The rulers of the people who made a show about praying for the coming Messiah during worship services hated Jesus. They were jealous of him and plotted to kill him. There were even people who supported Jesus who became disillusioned and confused about him. When John the Baptist was arrested and thrown into a dungeon under Herod's house, he wondered if Jesus was the real deal or not. If Jesus was the Messiah, then why were unrighteous scumbags like Herod still in control of the country? John sent messengers to find Jesus and ask him straight up whether or not he was the Messiah. In the darkest hours of Jesus' life, two of his own twelve disciples, his closest friends, betrayed him. One sold him out for money, and one sold him out for even less, the good opinion of some strangers. And in one of the most confusing plot twists of the whole Bible, even Jesus' own mother, Mary, lost her way concerning Jesus. He had come home to preach and heal people in Galilee, and Mary went to the house where he was speaking. She brought a couple more of the sons she had had with Joseph later on, and their goal was to arrest Jesus. Mark tells us that she had determined that Jesus had lost his mind. She was going to send his half-brothers in there to take him home by force, since she thought he was obviously crazy. Jesus' brothers made fun of him, thinking, like Mary did, that he was a madman. The scriptures said this would happen. Psalm 69 says, I am a foreigner to my own family, a stranger to my own mother's children. Isaiah 53 says, He was despised and rejected by mankind, a man of suffering and familiar with pain. As I read those verses, that last part is the thing that really gets me. Jesus was Almighty God, but he wasn't above the personal pain of rejection. People rejected Jesus, and it hurts to be rejected. And Jesus knows firsthand how that feels. The real question here is, why would anybody reject Him? The sweetest heart that ever beat. How could anyone turn their face away from the one who gave up everything just to save them? And yet, even as I ask the question, I know that I have done it. I have turned away from Him time and time again. And this is where Jesus did something brave and unique that he learned from Joseph. He came to bear our shame and accept us anyway out of love. Some of us know firsthand what rejection feels like, but we don't know that feeling from him because no matter how much we've turned our back on him, no matter how crazy we thought his ideas were, no matter how much we wanted to live uninterrupted, no matter how much we closed the door on his face, Jesus loved us and he wanted us to be his very